Welcome to Taking the High Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver life cycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. I appreciate the uh, constant feedback that uh, I've been getting on the show. It means a lot to me that, that you're finding the content valuable and useful. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road on whatever platform you're using to tune in. This week, I'm honored to be joined by a great friend, a driver recruitment advertisement and marketing expert, Priscilla Peters, Vice President of Marketing and Training with Conversion Interactive Agency. Welcome to the show, Priscilla. Great to see you. Great to see you. Now, most people who deal with driver recruitment uh, have referenced the past six to nine months as, as really the toughest recruitment environment they've experienced. And, and you're right in the thick of it, right? You know, I'd, I'd like to talk about your uh, 20 years in the driver recruitment space, how it's evolved, you know, what the future may hold. And uh, I want to highlight the results of a recently released driver survey conducted as a joint effort between conversion and professional driver agency. Uh, I want to make sure we talk about conversion's upcoming annual R&R conference, which was moved from its regular February date uh, due to COVID. And then uh, I, I also want to take a deeper dive where it's a segment where we answer a question submitted by a listener. Does all that work for you? Absolutely. Sounds good. Uh, first things first, though, uh, it's a new year. We're getting out there. Uh, have you had your uh, COVID vaccinations? I have. Yes, I have. Well done. So that means next time I see you, I can give you a big hug. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's let's talk about your career in, uh, in 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 driver recruitment advertising. You know, you've you've witnessed a a digital evolution over the past twenty years. How would you describe uh, the space when you started versus where we are today? I know. You know, when I started, I was actually uh, working for a carrier. And so I did marketing and advertising for a carrier. And funny enough, I remember the very first piece I created, I um, I spelled the word referral wrong. It was for a driver referral program piece. And I remember showing you, I was so proud. You know, I was just fresh out of college, so proud of my, you know, my work. And I said, oh, look at this driver referral, you know, brochure I created. And the president goes, oh, that's great. But make sure you learn how to spell referral. <laughs> But um, but it has changed. But here's the thing. I will say I'm I'm 24 years in. I cannot believe it's been that long. I'm aging myself. But but it's it's changed. But a few things have actually also remained the same. Um, so you're right. Obviously, the biggest change has been the digital revolution that we've had. I mean, if you think about it, we there. I mean, I remember the days of literally it was primarily just print. That was really all we were placing for recruitment marketing was print advertising. So we went kind of from print and then job boards kind of came on the scene. And I remember people having stacks and stacks of job applications. They had printed out, they printed them out and they had them on their desks, recruiters did. And then we had, you know, we then kind of search engine marketing came on the scene and then social media in the past few years has really begun to really change a lot of it. And now we're even beginning to see how online driver reviews are a huge thing. So, you know, managing your online reputation is important. And now even we've, we're working with clients on AI technology where chatbots are actually starting the recruiting process. And so a lot has evolved. The driver has evolved. 
you know, the technology's evolved. And that's what we're always really focused on at Conversion is how do we continue to innovate? Like, that's the most important thing, I feel like, in this industry. And so those things have all changed. But I will say there's a lot of things that have stayed the same if you think about it. For example, um, driver referrals. Like, I know I made the joke about my first project at a carrier, but driver referrals are still a huge part of what we do today. It looks a little bit different, obviously, but it's, you know, drivers still trust other drivers. And so, yes, it has, it has definitely, it's evolved. <laughs> That's a really good point about uh, uh, referrals being so valuable and, and sadly so underutilized, you know, so much room for improvement there. And uh, because it is such a valuable, not only is, does it, you know, lend itself to, uh, improve, you know, trust in the, in the message and the, and who it's coming from, right. It's somebody, it's one of their peers. It's somebody that they, uh, that they feel good uh, to hear from. But then also generally speaking, I think the, those who are, re, who come on board through a referral are, uh, they tend to last longer. They tend to stick around longer. Their, their tenure is, uh, is, is greater. So, um, yeah, that's an interesting dynamic and a, and a, and a good point. First, as long as I've known you, you've been with conversion. Uh, six and a half years or so. And, uh, and again, you know, being at that forefront of, of that evolution, you know, in digital and many ways, I think you're, you're leading and in, in embracing the change. Um, any other kind of changes can you predict or can we expect to see in the, uh, in the driver advertising space? You know, how do we adapt? Yeah. Yeah. I really think, I mean, I think one of the things that carriers really need to focus on right now and I know that they they know it's out there, but maybe they're not focusing on them as much as they should, is, is the driver reviews, like I talked about. Because in the survey that we did with PDA actually in November, the driver reviews, I mean, the, the drivers said 74% of them said, that's where I'm going first. I'm going to look at driver reviews about your company before I'm making a decision about going to work for you. So if carriers aren't monitoring that, that doesn't seem like, you know, a big, like, you know, evolutionary thing to do or, you know, but you got to monitor that. Like it's super duper important. I would say let technology work for you and your recruiters. That's one of the things that we're seeing is fleets that are really winning in this market are the ones that are saying, I'm going to try it. I'm going to put that chat bot to work and see if I can actually have that work for me while my recruiters are doing some other things, then they can grab it when it's ready, you know, I mean, I think we have to embrace technology as an industry. Sometimes trucking's a little bit hesitant with that. And I think sometimes we don't give drivers enough credit because, that listen, we're involved in technology. So are they, probably more than us, honestly. And I really feel like um, online communities are going to be an even bigger deal than they are today. So, like, these these groups, you know, it's already happening on social media. If you look at places like Truck Drivers USA, for example, on Facebook, this huge online community of drivers. And and that's where if fleets can show up in the right way, not kind of put the recruiting information in their face, if you will, but just, you know, be a part of those driver communities online. That's going to be super important. And then data privacy. There's a lot going on with that when it comes to, you know, Google and Facebook and some of these larger platforms are adopting these real changes and shifts in technology that are really going to impact the way we recruit and the way we market, frankly. And so 
I think it's going to be important for fleets to work with companies that know and understand those things, no matter what size carrier you are. Uh, excellent point on the reputation management. I think that's something that uh, I agree 100%. That's something that's really starting to open up and um, and we have to be mindful of that and, and manage that. So there, there seems to be an increasing disparity you know, between the, the haves and the have-nots. And I'm not talking about this from an economic standpoint, although I do think that's real. But the larger fleets, too, in, in trucking, the larger fleets, uh, you know, they have an outsized marketing budget, while the smaller fleets, you know, they find it really hard to compete. And um, I'm curious what, what conversion is doing um, to help, you know, really narrow that gap, because I know you've added a number of some, the smaller fleets and been able to help them. What 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 sort of, uh, you know, valuable resources does conversion have for, for the smaller fleets? Sure. So I think that when it comes down to it, it's it's the same goal. It's just to scale, if you will. And so whether you're a fleet that needs 100 drivers a week or maybe you need one this month, you're, you still have to take the same approach of making sure you're showing up in the moments that count, making sure you're, you know, targeting both passive and active drivers. But one of the things that we've done to help small fleets is we developed a solution called LeadFlex Max. And basically what it is, is it allows a small fleet, instead of having to sign a, an agreement with an ad agency and do all the things, you know, it's more of a, hey, I just need a driver today, or maybe I need two drivers today. Can you help me out with that? Um, and yeah, so we've created a model where you can do a lead buy program. You can go and place your own advertising through kind of a self-service type of model, um, which just makes it easier on the carrier. And then they don't they don't get caught up in a lot of the things that a lot, some of the bigger fleets actually do are, you know, have the budgets and things to be able to focus on. Um, I will say that LeadFlex Max is great for smaller fleets, I would say, you know, 75 to 50 or less. But if you're, if you're above that, you really do need a pretty robust strategy in this market. I'm not saying a big robust budget, but I'm saying because so many drivers, like, for example, in the survey that we're talking about today, the, the, the PDA and conversion survey that we did, we just did with drivers, 60, I think it was 64%, 63% said they're not looking for a job of drivers. So if you're not looking for a job, that's great. But how are we still going to target those guys that aren't and gals that aren't looking for a job today? You have to have some sort of strategy to to grab those folks who are passively online so that you create kind of a brand aware brand preference for your carrier when they are looking, you know, they'll say, Oh, I remember that great video I saw on YouTube of Jeremy trucking. And then maybe they go back and apply for it with you there. So, um, but yes, I think that, that honestly, because of the way that we've evolved in this digital revolution, I really think it's benefited the smaller fleets, to be honest. I think it's leveled the playing field quite a bit. Yeah. And you're certainly helping with that. And, you know, you mentioned this, uh, the, the, the survey, the driver's survey, um, you referenced that. So let, let's talk about that. That a recently released survey, the results uh, as an online driver survey that you conducted, you know, as you said, with uh, in, in uh, conjunction with a professional driver agency, I think over 16,000 drivers who were asked questions about, you know, searching for jobs, you know, what matters to them, what are their biggest frustrations, those sorts of things. 
Um, based on on that on the latest results, do you do you see any shifts or, or new insight into you know what's attracting drivers to carriers today? Yeah, a couple of things that I thought was interesting was there's been a little bit of a shift when it comes to not necessarily how drivers prefer to get paid, but really the security behind that. And what I mean by that is it ca- this came out in, in our survey in November too, but it really reared its head in this latest survey, is drivers really want some sort of guarantee component in their pay. Meaning, you know, a traditional cents per mile is great, but I, it, it, it's great. It's even better if you layer on top of that and you say, hey, I'm going to pay you X amount of cents per mile. However, I'm going to guarantee you this number of miles a week. That way, you know, mama knows the bills are going to get paid, you know. I mean, it just gives them a security. And what the survey showed us was that's more important than ever. So that was one thing. Another thing was, it was really interesting to me how, and I've noticed this over the past, I would say, 18 months, especially through COVID and as we're kind of coming out of this, is drivers value home time even more, I think, than before. And what we're seeing is in the data, when you look at the data, the survey data, home time is trumping pay in many places. And that's that's not been the case. And so that's that's pretty new. And so I think that if you are a carrier and you offer really good home time or you offer, you know, um, specific runs where you're home more often, that's got to be included in your job descriptions because you're going to win out even more than pay in, in some cases. Yeah, excellent point. And that's, I think there's a big asterisk next to next to that, I think, for, because of COVID. I don't know that, that the, the results would be the same if it weren't for that. We'll see as we come out of this if that reverts back or if that's still, you know, work-life balance has always been an issue, right? Being home regularly has always been an issue. And I think that that's a, a really good point uh, when you mentioned uh, the the minimum guarantee. As, as a former employer of close to 500 drivers, I was a big proponent of minimum guarantees way before people were talking about that for that exact same reason. You want to make sure that drivers have stability, you know, week to week, paycheck to paycheck. And, you know, you might have a really good week and then the next week is they suffer. You don't want that. You got to smooth that out. So having that minimum guarantee in place, uh, I think, is a is a fantastic idea. And I and I hope that more carriers are are embracing that. And, And they probably are now you know, more than ever, just because of the, of the demand. Um, I, another question, just the recruiting process, you know, it's, it's a, it's a painful painstaking process because there's, that's just a highly regulated industry and it is what it is. There are a lot of things that you got to do and you got to try to be as efficient as possible. What, what were the driver's opinions of today's recruiting process? Yeah, so we we ask this as an open-ended question, Jeremy, and we normally don't do open-ended questions because, I mean, frankly, you never know <laughs> what, they're, what you're going to get. But there was a clear trend on this question. When you say, when we said, what, do you, what would you change about the recruiting process? Literally, we did a word cloud of it. At the end of the day, they want honesty. They don't, for whatever reason... And I know no one wants to be called a liar and I'm not saying recruiters, you know, lie, but for whatever reason, drivers are not trusting 
recruiters in a lot of instances. They said, I mean, it was big words came up on the word cloud like stop lying, you know, be honest, tell me the truth. And I think at the end of the day, what it comes down to when you dig a little bit deeper into some of the data is that the experience that that recruiters are selling is not what the fleet is actually delivering. And so it's great to say, you know, we offer this and this and this and this, but if the driver gets in the truck and that is not what he gets, you're better off selling what you actually deliver because it's a turnover nightmare. It's a retention nightmare. And so one of the things that we've been encouraging folks to do over the past couple of weeks since this data has come out is there's one question where we ask literally, and again, it was open-ended, like what attracts you most to a carrier? Like what? And there's this long list of everything from like how you pay me to pet policies to all the things. And I really, we've been encouraging fleets to say, to go through those one by one and be like, how are we selling this? What are we saying to the driver? And then is what we're telling the driver actually matching that? Like almost do an audit through your whole operation of, hey, maintenance, we're telling them this about our equipment. Does that job with what they're actually getting? You know, same with operations, safety, everybody. Because for whatever reason, drivers don't feel like recruiters are being honest with them. And I'm not, I don't, I don't even think it's the fault of the recruiter. I think they're just trying to sell and, you know, get the hire. But, but at the end of the day, the experience has got to match. It has to match what they're selling. So that really was the biggest thing. And I mean, it was, quite apparent when you look at the data, what drivers had to say about that. Uh, it's well said. And and I think uh, we have an opportunity, right? Uh, fleets have an opportunity. You look at this information and you this, this data is valuable. You make a decision. You can make some decisions based on it. Uh, should carriers change up their recruitment marketing strategy based on, you know, kind of what they're seeing in the results here? I think so. I think, um, I think a few things that stood out to me, is we, we ask them, you know, basically, where do you hang out online? Like, where do you consume content and information? And because so many of them said, I'm not currently looking for a job, where they hang out online is where fleets have to be. So we always call it, you know, I think I said this earlier, showing up in the moments that count. But if you're not committed, so just so you know, the, the, top, the top things on that list that drivers said were Facebook, YouTube, podcasts. <laughs> I mean, we listen to podcasts, but a lot of times, I mean, there's not a ton of driver advertising on podcasts today. So we're, we're doing, we're doing that with clients now. And because it's not as saturated yet, Hey, you know, that, that might be the place to be, but think about if you don't have, for example, overwhelmingly, they said they hang out on Facebook. Okay. If you don't have a social media strategy, a social media recruiter, some sort of strategy around social media, it's time, like it's, it's past time. So I would say that that was a big thing that stuck out. Also, YouTube was literally right behind Facebook. And that one did kind of surprise me. Normally, it's about three, four, five on down the line. It was number two, which just really kind of supports. We've been preaching about video for a really long time. And I know when you're a carrier, sometimes, especially if you're a smaller fleet, you're thinking, I don't have the money to invest in all this, you know, bazillion dollars for this big video production project. Listen, you can grab your iPhone or your smartphone 
and go and shoot some video with a driver or with, you know, someone at one of your locations. And it can really, it's authentic. Drivers like it. They like to hear from other drivers. So I think video is a big deal. And then really making sure that all of those things that showed up in the survey that the drivers are saying are important to them. If you are really good at one of those things or two or three or four of those things, put that in your job descriptions online because that's where you're going to stand out. If your home time stinks, maybe you don't talk about home time. Maybe you talk about how much you pay, you know, um, but, but be sure and highlight what you're really good at in your job description. Yeah, no, it's great point. And I think the contents of the survey are, are really helpful. Um, and just for the audience sake, they can find uh, the results of the survey at conversionia.com slash resources. And I'll make sure that that's also included in, in the notes and uh, as well as, as when we promote this uh, in social media. Um, we have a few more minutes and I want to make sure that we uh, have time to take a deeper dive. And then I also want to talk about the, uh, the R&R conference um, coming up. So, uh, and again, the deeper dive is where we take a, a question from a, a listener seeking expert advice. The question is, my company has always wanted full driver applications. Is that hurting our ability to recruit and hire more drivers because we don't want anything less than that? You have any thoughts on that? I have many thoughts on this, <laughs> uh, but I will try to keep it brief. Um, so here's the deal. Listen, I know that a full app is the holy grail. I know that is what we all want. Everyone wants a full app, but to answer the question, if, if you're not working short forms or partial apps, I just think it's going to be really difficult to hire in today's market. Um, the thing is, is it's not like, I feel like in the past we, we did have the luxury of just working the full app. We do not have that today. Um, for one thing, drivers do not want to sit on their device and fill out a long, cumbersome application. And what we see fleets really dropping the ball on the most is they'll get a short form, you know, where it's, you know, the basic information from the driver. They'll get a short form and they will either email them or call the driver and say, hey, here's a link. Go fill out the full app. If that just... If that's your strategy, that's not going to work today. I mean, recruiters today, they are sales people, okay? They, I mean, unfortunately, they have to work the app. Don't, don't just send them a link because you're, here's the other thing, the interesting data that, that we found in the, the survey before this one in November is that um, up to, I think it was 35% of drivers said, that they were being recruited by five or more carriers at a time. So if you're, if you are only working full apps or you're just saying, Hey, I got your short form, go fill out this link that, I mean, the other guys are probably calling them going, Hey, you got five, you, you got five minutes. Do you want to, let's fill out part of this app. Let's do a phone app right here. Or maybe they have a chat bot in the background serving up some lead nurturing stuff. Hey, Joe, I see we got your short form. You know, what's your zip code? Where, you know, what type of job, job are you looking for? Like, you can recruit someone piece by piece. I know that's not ideal, but the full app, I mean, again, I know that's what we all want. It's just hard today. 
Yeah, no, and, and those are excellent points. You, you got to make it uh, as easy as possible for the driver and, and consider this from, from their perspective. So I, I agree with you 100%. So uh, lastly, you know, Conversion's last annual R&R conference was, was late last February, right, or February 2020. And then shortly thereafter, it's like the whole world fell apart, you know, and, and I think we've all been anxious to, to get through this global pandemic, to get you know, back to a sense of normalcy and uh, the February 2021 conference was moved to November of this year, and uh, again, it'll be held in Nashville. Uh, the events that I've attended now, just in the spring, and 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 have all been sellouts, right? Uh, people are hungry, uh, and they're really excited to be back together again. Do you? What do you expect the turnout to be this this November in Nashville? Any idea what the what the capacity will be? We expect a sellout. Um, that would be for us right around four twenty-five ish. Um, we are we are getting close, to be honest. Uh, our sponsorships are completely sold out. Um, but we, yes, we expect a sellout. I mean, recruiting and retention is arguably the hottest topic in the industry right now, just because of the way the market is today. So, um, so we really, we, we expect a, um, hopefully record breaking as far as attendance goes. Um, we're in Nashville again, as always, and we have some fun planned too, as always, but we have a great lineup of speakers and content and it's, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. Everybody's ready. Everybody's just excited to get back together. And I think that what they like most about this conference is really the ability. There's not very many conferences where you have all of these recruiting folks in one room where you can really network. And I mean, we like to say they come for the content and all of that, but really they come so that they can sit across the table from four other carriers, recruiting leaders and say, what are you doing with this? You know, and and so I think that it's it's going to be great. We're so excited. Our team is, you know, gearing up for it. And we're really, really excited. Well, same here. Uh, it's my favorite event of the year. It's so, you know, on point and And you guys do a fantastic job with that. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Priscilla, for joining me today. Always enjoy catching up with you. Uh, if I don't see you beforehand, I, I certainly look forward to seeing you in Nashville this November. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I will definitely see you in Nashville. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the High Road. Thank you for sharing episodes with your colleagues and, and helping us spread the word on how we can better navigate the driver shortage challenges. You can also follow along at driverreach.com slash podcast. Uh, you can please submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at uh, podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road on whatever platform you're using to tune in. Until next time, thank you for taking the higher road.